Hello everyone and welcome to the Artful Athlete Podcast episode 55 and today we're carrying on with our Creatives Limiting Beliefs series. Now when I started this series I sat down and wrote all the big themes that came up and had organised them in a specific order. The thing is, life has been happening and rather than force myself into writing about a topic that on this specific day doesn't feel like talking back, I've decided to see what wants to come up instead. And this week it's the idea of sacrifice. So as a fairly well-functioning millennial, I went to the nearest search engine and decided to type sacrificial artist to see what would come up. And it's mostly paintings. The aesthetic elements and colours dominantly present in paintings depicting sacrificial scenes, flesh, blood, pain, pain-inducing device, murder. You know, the standard specs. I, I kind of expected some of that. But this triggered a lot of thoughts. It summoned... Some conversations I've had with fellow artists over the past few years and it got me thinking more. When you want to be a full-time artist, there's this expectation that you'll have to choose and sacrifice parts of you to achieve a form of success or talent. And as a woman on top of that, you'll have to sacrifice having a family. Yep, I know, it's 2021. But it's still something that gets talked about a lot and that comes up a lot in conversations, meaning we're not there yet. In French, when you talk about artists, usually the expression that follows is Oh, ils vivent d'amour et d'eau fraîche. Artists? Oh, they live off love and fresh water. What a diet. What a diet. Already there's a denigrating element that takes place. Nobody lives off just love and fresh water because... In many ways, that's very close to starvation. Not very conducive of a healthy lifestyle. When you're working on a project, and next week's Mindful Chat actually will be covering some of that too, so stay tuned, you end up sacrificing many things. Sleep by pulling all-nighters. Health by not giving your body what it needs to stay balanced. Relationships and people by not allowing yourself to go out, to see other people, to hang out with those you love, because you feel inadequate, because you feel you can't afford this and that. That's, that's one big chunky aspect. So now let's flip it. As an artist, society and its teachings, for my generation, and I'm seeing it still in the next one, is basically saying, you've chosen a career that won't allow you to live. What's the limiting belief that arises from that? You're sacrificing your life to entertain us and give us some of you through your art. That could be one. You won't ever be able to live off your art, so stop, get a grip, sacrifice it, and get a real job. That's another thought. You've always wanted to start a family, so do you really think that the artistic lifestyle is compatible with that? That's another other one. There's plenty of those. And I'm pretty sure that if you were to search inside, you'll have a thousand that would be coming up to. Ultimately, it's as if you're left to choose between living, like paying bills, going out, building something and all the standards, social specs, and living your truth. I've seen it happen around me and I've experienced this dark night of the creative soul a few times for various reasons. When you don't get to create, when you don't get to be you or express this part of you, 
you get down and you get low. And this has other consequences on your mind, on your mental health, on your creation, on your body, on your relations. It's just, it touches everything. I feel my generation has been told that you wanting to become an artist meant you couldn't have both. You had to sacrifice something to get there. That notion of sacrifice get carried into the industry itself also, to be honest, because of the parameters set by the gatekeepers of said industry. And if you don't fit said parameters, or worse, if your art doesn't fit their vision of what art should be, then you're going to sacrifice your artistic flair, your artistic integrity, your vision, yourself. And then that means more blood everywhere. With the rise of free-flowing instant creation through apps like TikTok, Instagram, through YouTube shorts and reels, we've been invited to be more creative. And we've got content creators keeping us entertained. But is this the right way to go? I don't know. I think it's a means to express, communicate, connect and have fun. But it also opens the door to comparison, the thief of joy. As an artist and an actress and a voicer and a linguist and a creative and a coach and a cook and a terrible knitter, I want to have access to my joy and I want to keep it going. Dang it! Don't we all want to have unlimited access to our own source of joy all the time and not see it dim, not having to kill it or take parts away from it so we can fit in or satisfy someone else, someone that is not us. You're living your life for you, not for someone else. I don't want to be told implicitly or explicitly that I should choose because otherwise I won't fit in, because otherwise I won't make it, because that's BS. There you go. <laughs> censorship, self-censorship happening right there. Pure, utter BS. We, as artists, have chosen a life where we'll have to share parts of ourselves with the world because maybe, maybe it could help someone. Maybe it's good to help others connect to emotions and stories. We're all stories in the end. Can we feed into that? Can we tap into that? The why we chose the path of artistry or performance. Everybody has to make sacrifices in life for a million reasons. Let us deal with those when we get to it. If on top of these your decisions of embodying this part of you and standing tall within your art and expression is tainted with the notion of sacrifice, of scarcity, of you cutting off a part of yourself, you'll always be tortured. And then we'll be gladly feeding into the tortured artist cliché. It's 2021. Can we start healing from that? Can we find ways to make both meet? Can we be kind to our decision and not blame our art, not blame the fact that we feel and we are different, that we see the world in a very unique way and thus decided to share some of that vision with everyone else. Even if you're not performing or exposing in a gallery what you put on paper into your music, your sound, your colours, your dishes, your performance, that's already an art. It's not defined by having a specific audience, one or five or hundreds of people looking at your drawing. Technically, it's all the same. You've already laid yourself onto the paper, onto the canvas, onto the plate, the pottery. 
isn't that giving enough, can we start talking about the giving artist? The one that shares patterns and shapes. The giving artist that renames worlds and stars. The one that invites us to float, to sleep, to dream, to run, to feel. The one that reconnects us to who we are, were, or would like to be. The one that grants us a unique gift with each creation. I'm pretty sure you know a song, a photography, or a painting, a film, a book that had this much of an impact on you. What did you feel? Or what do you feel seeing it, listening to it? What were you given and what did you receive? As an artist, what would you like to give? Write that question down, sit on it, breathe on it, and reply in complete honesty. That's where the beginning of your healing starts. That's where you'll find the strength to thank and acknowledge your gift, the one you possess and cherish, and the one you pass on. Need help with that? Well, get in touch and we'll talk. Much love to you all. Be kind and compassionate to yourselves and to your artist voice. Your artistic voice. I'll catch you over on Instagram for posts on the mindful chats. Uh, we opened yesterday with Owen Jackson and that talk was full of cold, of Disney vibes and on ways to quieten the thoughts. Next week, I'll have Andy Valentine, who's a cosplayer, musician, 3D artist, telling us about his creative rebirth. You don't want to miss this. Meanwhile, as always, if you need anything, let me know. I have reopened individual sessions for creative boost, energy healing, and stress emotional release. Sessions are usually an hour and a half. And if you head over to theartfulathlete.co.uk, you'll see plenty of testimonials of people having experienced the release all from the comfort of their homes. Much love to you all, and I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>